Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Star Henderson here, your host, and this episode's thought leader is Peter Cimarroni at Razor-Marketing.com. Hi, Peter. Star, how are you? Thank you so much for having us on. I'm doing great. Yeah, and we're glad you're here. I want to start with asking you uh, what your company does at Razor-Marketing.com. Well, Star, we were the originally we were the in-house agency for a product that I invented with my brother-in-law called Cough Pops, Cough Drop on a Stick. Okay. And we took that international. Uh, we were in all 50 states in every big box. We had created actually the SKU. It had never been invented before. And then we sold that. And with the sale of that, we then took the uh, marketing expertise, PR, brand development, all that good stuff to the marketplace and started doing it for others, uh, both in startups and then major corporations. Uh, we're doing it currently right now for a company called ComData which mm-hmm. is one of the largest uh, fintech companies in the country. Uh, it, it has then morphed into a best practices and business development company. So we don't do a lot of traditional or even digital marketing. We're really more intimately involved with the C-suite and we get uh, into companies, triage them, find out what's right with them, what's wrong with them, and then put together a strategic plan, whether it's top line growth, line item uh, efficiencies or bottom line EBITDA growth, and then implement that as the quarterback. Yeah, I saw that on your site. You really uh, create an alliance with your clients yes. and walk walk the walk with them and make sure, um, you know, all those bumps that are that come, those lessons learned that you probably learned from your cough pops, um, that you're right there to help address them. Well, that's good. Good to, good to say, Star, because I'll tell you what, we I've owned personally nine businesses. Mm-hmm. Three have failed. Six have succeeded. I've learned far more in the failures. <laughs> than I have in the successes on what, particularly what not to do. So that's one of the biggest things we could bring to the, to the party, if you will. Oh yeah. You can steer clear of those road, uh, you know, those bumps in the road. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Saves a lot of money and a lot of heartache. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you got into um, marketing um, and those cough pops. Uh, that, that sounds fun, actually a fun little business. I can imagine, um, you know, can, can you tell me maybe a little bit more specifically about a company or um, that you've helped a client or your audience? I know you have a podcast as well. So the impact that you have on them, share a little about that. Well, one of the, one of the most successful companies um, recently, uh, we, we helped a, a very um, small to, to, to midsize staffing uh, company mm-hmm. uh, grow to, uh, to nine figures through the business development methodology of introducing uh, their CEO and some of their top executives to a number of C-suite individuals and corporations that they wanted to uh, garner as new clients. So that methodology really helped them uh, grow exponentially over the last decade. Uh, It was an exciting thing to do because I also coached this young man who Mm -hmm. was CEO 
And he and I also started an organization called Wrestlers and Business Network, which is now 35,000 uh, members strong uh, nationwide. Does it investors in business network? Wrestlers. Wrestlers. Oh, you're, wrestlers. yeah, that's right. You're a retired wrestling coach, right? Actually, I'm not retired. I'm still coaching at Chicago's <laughs> oh. High School, home of the Tigers. So, uh, yeah, this is um, probably near the end of my career, but I've had the opportunity of coaching in my alma maters, both my high school alma mater and my uh, university alma mater. Beachwood High School is the head coach, and John Carroll University is the head assistant. So, I've been blessed to have a pretty uh, extensive career in uh, helping young men. But what's really cool about it is that these young men teach me. And that's what I wrote about in my book, Benevolent Capitalism, in a chapter, The Student Becomes the Teacher. Nice. Yeah. That's one of those stories. (laughs) I was just going to ask you, and um, it's not really putting you on the spot. Like you said, you've already written a book, Benevolent Capitalism. So what's a lesson from on the mat that you've brought into business? You know, it's interesting because I get taught those lessons. I interviewed a guy recently on my podcast who was one of my former athletes and one of my former assistant coaches, and he shared with me how the wrestling room prepared him for uh, his autistic son, Noah, who mm. was born 22 years ago, and he and his wife had nowhere to go. And so he took those lessons learned. I'm getting chills telling the story. He took those lessons learned in the wrestling room and applied them and just through sheer will created Autism Speaks with his wife. And now 22 years later, they're creating autistic, uh, an autism village for adult autistic uh, individuals to live out their lives. So he took a really big lemon and turned it into a beautiful lemonade, lemon chupon pie. I mean, you know, he just really through those lessons learned and he taught me, I guess I taught him you know, <laughs> it's a circle. Yeah, exactly. The beauty of that circle. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, that's there. There's an elegance to that that uh, is well beyond me. So, yeah. So grit, some determination, mm-hmm. uh, using your resources, all lessons from the mat into business. And empathy. And empathy. empathy, I think, is the number one thing that we lack as a society. If we implement that more and more and more our society can explode into a, a beautiful thing because when you start to feel what other people feel, your humanity goes off the charts. Yeah. And your relationships. Uh, you talked about that, you know, the one company that uses an example, I wanted to touch back on that. Um, you know, you were talking about how you introduced the C-suite to other C-suites and you helped build those relationships. I mean, it's about relationships um, you know, marketing wasn't always that way as far as I'm concerned, but it right. has become more and more so. And so um, empathy and relationship building are part of those markers for your business, I'm seeing. Yes, very much so. I live by the platinum rule, not the golden rule. What is I that? I want to do unto others as they wish to be done unto. So that's empathy. When if, if, if Star, if your whole motivation is to have this balance of life so that you can be with your children or you know, your, 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 your husband or whoever, Mm -hmm. whoever is as opposed to just constantly getting more bonuses, more bonuses, more bonuses. Now bonuses are great. And that's part of maybe your plan moving forward. But if it's, if it's not the number one thing and I'm just feeding you bonuses, you're like, dude, you're not listening to me, man. Right. You know? So that's the thing. I really want to listen to the people as to how to best serve them because servant mentality is truly what we're up put on this earth for. 
Yeah, it's reminding me of that, um, the love languages. And I know there's a personal edition and then there's uh, the business edition. And yeah, if you're paying me bonuses without quality time, we're not getting, we're not getting along. <laughs> yeah, we're just not, we're not vibing, you know? No. So, and yeah. then how do you respect me? Because I'm not respecting your, you know, your, your communication to me. Mm-hmm. So if I'm saying to you as a, as a, uh, you know, as a, as a leader of a company, communication is the key and I'm not listening to you. <laughs> yeah. Communication I'm, is not all talking. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so we have a broken circle. Indeed. Dang. Yeah. Um, so what does being a thought leader mean to you, Peter? I think that's really the key to it is, is communication. And sometimes it has to be objective. Most times we tend to be subjective. So the thought leader, and I think we've seen a lot of the vitriol, not only mm-hmm. politically, but you know, just overall. And we've lost that sense of being a thought leader, of being intellectually objective first and foremost, and then bring our passion. And okay. if we do that, we really are a thought leader. I see. So you're leading leading others through um, objection or objective. Uh, reality. Yes. True, true, objective reality, as opposed to this uh, subjective, anecdotal thought speech that we are just in this loop of. That's nonsense because it just clouds our judgment judgments because of the emotion. And, you know, if we take that out of it initially, to really get to the core of the solution. So mm-hmm. then we bring the passion because the passion is needed to get it through. <laughs> to get right. It. Yeah. At first. So what you're saying is take yourself out of the equation at first. Yes. 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 Okay. So tell me a little bit more about benevolent capitalism. It sounds like this book is, you know, obviously, um, you know, purporting some of those same, uh, same lines of thought that you're expressing. Yeah. The reason I brought it up, the reason I wrote the book, was I saw a lot of inequity, mm-hmm. particularly in small businesses and access to capital and power. And it's fascinating what's occurring right now on Wall Street with GameStop. Whereas the, the individual investor, the social media influencer mm-hmm. is, is throwing a, you know, a strong middle finger to the Wall Street power brokers and the elites saying we can control and manipulate stocks like you have been doing for the past 100 years mm-hmm. and making all the money. Now, believe me, that power structure is deep <laughs> and wide. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, so it's so the influence are going to have a lot of uphill battle. But it's a clarion call right now to understand that, you know, Main Street needs to have the same access to capital and power as Wall Street. And I wrote the book saying, stop the nonsense. Okay. Give us, we're, you know, we're worthy as well. Mm-hmm. Give us the access to that. But also with that access, we must have consequences that are swift, just, and consistent. And so we know if we get that access and mm-hmm. we get that capital, we better use it wisely. And so you're starting to see a little bit more of a democratization of that access to capital and to power. And so we can read more about that in your book. 
on yes. possibly how to get that access and then what to do with it once you have it? Yes, and also the responsibility of that access. Right, yeah, like you said, I mean, we don't want to do just what everybody else is doing. No. Um, and so, and we want to be um, that platinum rule again, treating others the way they want to be treated. Yes, but also too, using your intellect mm-hmm. and then bringing your passion. So lots the- of components in your definition of thought leadership. Thanks for that. That was well um, spoken and um, and deep. So um, let's reach out and um, think about a book that impacted you and your life. Can you share a recommendation? Yeah, uh, Mark Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers. And I Why loved, is that? Yeah, I loved I loved his ten thousand hours, but more importantly, the expansion of that to others. And his thoughts um, are are really rare. Um, I, I hate to use the term unique because it's one of a kind. Mm-hmm. And in anything that's grand, no matter who it is, there's always something before that they've used, right? Right. And then they've put their spin on it or their, their, their take. And then it, then it becomes this rare thought process. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about Gladwell. He's used other brilliance similar to Napoleon Hill and to uh, Dale Carnegie back in the day. Right. Right. That the, the mastermind type of thing, but he used other brilliances like the Gates of the world, the Beatles of the world, some of the other, uh, you know, um, uh, jobs of the world and and created this um, process of excellence that he's identified in other magnificently successful people. Sure. And then brought it to the every person. And that's what I loved about him. Yeah, I think that's a good mix of intellect, but also uh, in communication, right? So, I mean, he is right. he's very good about distilling it into something that's attainable, accessible. Yes, yes. Well said. Palatable. Well said. Yeah, that's a good one. And understandable. Right. That's what I, yeah, that's what I mean by palatable, just, you know, someone understandable for the small business. Right. I mean, that's a, um, that's a wide audience. If you're talking small business, some people who have a lot of life experience and some who have barely any, and they just have this great idea. So um, those ideas have to be palatable for sure. Understandable. Well Well said. So tell us about what's next. Um, I know you have a podcast. Your website is razor-marketing.com. Um, you've mentioned, you know, coming alongside small businesses specifically as an advisor. What are some other things that are in your future for Razor Marketing? We've created an entire platform for individuals and organizations to get into the C-suite through a methodology that is, that is as old as time, but nobody is using it anymore. And so we're now starting to market that. And And you're talking about that relationship building again, right? Exactly. And it's a unique, it's, it's not unique. It's a rare form of methodology of communication that has been pretty much put to the, you know, to, to, to historical uh, footnotes, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so we're starting to use that again. I've used it all my life and we're starting to see a lot of success of access for uh, sales and new business development executives to get into the C-suite with their offering in a compelling fashion that ends up being a great solution for that C-suite executive. And in turn, there becomes a confident relationship built. And ultimately that's where you wanna be as a business executive. You wanna be a confident to that that client. A trusted expert. Exactly, Mm -hmm. well said. 
All right. Um, Something came to mind while you were saying that. Oh, I just wanted to let you know, I really appreciate how you use your words. There is definitely a difference between unique and rare. And uh, just the fact that you're conscious of that, it just, um, it's respectable. Yeah, I was uh, taught in law school. I went to law school. And um, when somebody said, I didn't say it, I just listened, really unique, my professor destroyed them. (laughs) There's nothing new under the sun. Well, no, you can't be really unique because you're unique. So any qualifier to unique makes no sense. It's like really (laughs) pregnant. You're pregnant or you're not pregnant. Are you pregnant or not pregnant? Yeah. You're not really pregnant. You know what I mean? So it's interesting how we utilize, you know, our our nomenclature. And um, a lot of of times it's very colloquial. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds like um, what I would think law classes or legal classes would sound like. I didn't know that was in your history, but that makes a lot of sense. Indeed. Yeah. He was a brilliant guy, Professor Solov, uh, down at Capital University in Columbus. And uh, I, I just loved his use of his brain and the English language. Nice. Well, a lot of good stuff coming out of Ohio. Thanks for your time today, Peter. And uh, we enjoyed learning more about Razor Marketing. Well, enjoy the beautiful North Carolina area as well. And uh, thank you for having me on, Star. You were uh, awesome. Catherine Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Thought Leaders to Watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.